Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and all things witchy and wonderful. Hello, all you horny little harlots, and welcome to another episode of the Radical Sex Witches. I'm Little Leah, and with me as always is the fantastic Carla Wainwright. Say hello to our listeners at home, Carla. Hello, listeners. <laughs> so we've got a really exciting episode today. It's the moment you've all been waiting for, our very first listener contribution episode, my first time, and it's a collection of how you pop that cherry. But I mean, it's kind of not fair for us not to tell our own tales before, you know, we dedicate the rest of the episode to you. So Carla, why don't you tell all of our lovely listeners how you took the baloney pony or maybe not. Maybe it was armpit scissoring. I don't know. Tell us. <laughs> you know what? Armpit scissoring probably would have been better than my first time. So, <laughs> but it wasn't an option that I was aware of. <laughs> okay. My first time story, um, going all the way back to a 19 years old, and uh, I was in tree planting camp and it was my second year of tree planting and I was desperate to lose my virginity. <laughs> I was the last person I knew who was still a virgin and uh, mortified. Um, and I'd been trying really hard up until that time to lose my virginity. But uh, believe it or not, it was really difficult to do. Um, I'd had some encounters with, yeah, some not so great encounters um, where for one reason or another, it just didn't happen. And so I was determined that this year tree planting camp, uh, that it was going to happen. So, um, you know, one of the great things about tree planting, typically, maybe it's not like this anymore, but um, there's usually a pretty good ratio of guys to girls. So, you know, you kind of have a bit of a choice. So I met this uh, guy, um, Kelly, and um, we just started hanging out. And then uh, he invited me to his tent. I'm like, this is going to be it. <laughs> But I was so nervous because I just felt like I didn't know what to do or what was going to happen. I mean, I knew it was going to happen, sorry. But I was just like, I was so nervous that it was going to be obvious. And I was incredibly embarrassed that I was still a virgin. So I didn't tell him, of course. And <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, I was so excited for it to happen, was actually very physically excited, but it hurt like hell. And I bled. And then he asked me if I had my period and I didn't want oh, to tell him. No. <laughs> I didn't want to tell him why I had bled. I mean, it wasn't a lot. Um, and I was so let down. Like I had been building this up since I was like probably 13 or 14 and had put so much, uh, yeah, anticipation and excitement into it. And it was such a dud. And I really like I kind of went into a bit of a depression thinking like, I thought this was supposed to be amazing and this was pretty shitty and it kind of was shitty for a while. Like, you know, we hung out and we slept together for a while, but it was really never very good. So my first, uh, my first sexual experiences were really not epic and uh, took me a while till I actually really began to like it. So that's my story. 19 somewhere in the wilderness in British Columbia. Well, I don't know who really is having mind blowing sex in their 20s, you know, to be honest. I mean, maybe there are some, but like, you know, 
all my conquests is obviously when I was older. So don't be too hard on yourself out there. I think maybe there were the stories that I was hearing. And I had one friend in particular that, you know, the first time she had sex with her boyfriend, it was so great. So I, I put that story up, you know, in my pantheon of stories like okay that's what it's going to be like and yeah I kind of disappointed myself in a whole bunch of ways but the good news is is that it did get better from there when you start at the bottom there's only one way to go (laughs) down on your knees Uh, 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 uh. that's me giving fellatio to my microphone in case you guys at home couldn't tell (laughs) okay so I too was 19 and before I get into this like I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. I know that you guys hear me say a lot of shit on this show, but if any of you are related to me and go tattling to my mom about this, I will bag up my cat shit for a good couple of months. Get your mailing address and you're going to have a special parcel on your doorstep. Carrying forward. I was 19. I had already been dating this guy, Fraser, for like a year. And like, I don't know. Um, I gave him blowjobs, vice versa. He went down on me. There was a lot of finger action. Like I had lost my hymen years ago by falling on a bicycle bar, you know, so there was going to be no big surprise there. But um, my parents went out of town this one weekend and I was like, this is it. And we both had said to each other, like, this is it. And so I honestly, I don't really remember the experience too much, except that because my parents were gone, I was going to do it in like the games room, which was like jetting out into the front of the cul-de-sac of the house, like (laughs) that front room. So he shows up and I put on like this, I went all out. I had like cocksucker red lipstick on and this like lacy sheer nineties shirt that had those, like, you know, those flowy, like clam sleeves at the bottom. And I remember making like porno noises, like, ah, ah, that is not, that's not an actual, actual like representation of those noises. And we did it. And that's all that I really remember about it. But the funny part of this story, though, comes a few months later. Um, I had to move from Surrey to Prince George because I was like, I'm not going to work at Blockbuster my whole life. I need to go to school. And this is where my parents live. So I moved up here. And I used to love just bugging my mom and just like she's playing a game on the computer and I'm lying on the floor, just, you know, being an asshole. And uh, all, all of a sudden she goes, did you have sex with Fraser? And I was like, oh, fuck. And without a split second of thinking, like, I thought that this was a very, like, fair trade up. I said to her, did you know that I smoke pot? (laughs) (laughs) And that ended that subject. And that's all that, like, the closest we've ever really discussed sex together in our relationship. I mean, there was the time that we played cards against humanity and she said clitoris and I nearly fucking died. I don't know what it is about my mom. You know, I just, I won't talk about, you know, getting railed with her, but that is my, that is my story and I am sticking to it. <laughs> Shout out to Fraser. Thanks for jumping me shortly after that. Fuck face. <laughs> Classic. That's a good story. Thanks. Yeah. The part about your mom is a really sweet ending. <laughs> it is, right? I'm going to tell her that shit. Jesus well okay so we've had some laughs regarding you me but let's get into it with our listeners and we got quite the array of submissions so the first one is from my friend christy i know her from twitter and Horrorland. shout out to you girl because you're fucking awesome um this is her tale 
I was the last of my friends to lose my virginity at 17. I was determined to lose it before I turned 18. The guy I started dating had no idea that I was just going to let him. We were making out and I asked him if he had a condom. He said he did. And I said, let's use it. (laughs) He was very excited. I was just ready to get it over with. We got ready. And as he started to enter me, I started to yell, nope, stop. It hurts. (laughs) He stopped. After a breather, we tried again. He got a little further in, but it was the worst pain I'd ever felt. I was so surprised by how awful it was. I thought I was ready. We took another breather and he got a little further in. (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing, but I couldn't (laughs) let him finish. It was just too much. So it wasn't romantic because we were parked on a dirt road in his pickup truck. It wasn't pleasurable because it hurt, but I wasn't a virgin anymore. Damn it. For the record, I was determined to enjoy sex. So we tried again on our next several dates. I did eventually enjoy it, but my first time was the worst. Yay, Christy. Thank yes. you. And see, Carla, you're not yeah, alone. Yeah, I hear you, Christy. It's a pretty, pretty similar experience there. And um, yeah, shout out to your uh, boyfriend at the time who was really listening to you the whole way. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so take one. (laughs) Yeah, anonymous is next my first time. So it was my 16th birthday and I was camping with my friend. It was my intention to pop that cherry like it was taboo to be 16 and still a virgin. So red bikini and a 26 row vodka later, (laughs) we found a couple of cowboys who are more than happy and obliged to help us uh, with our plan. In the same tent, we paired up and one condom between two of the guys and we drew the short straw. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no is right. I remember it being slightly painful and it didn't last long. The pain, I mean, I specifically don't remember how long the actual sex lasted or if I even had an orgasm. I do remember the guy going out of the tent and celebrating, quote, his first virgin, his fist pumping into the air. What a dick. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's pretty bad. (laughs) And looking back, I wish I'd cherished myself more and that the gift I'd so willingly given away could have been more cherished as well. A few months later, I got together with another man who became my husband and we were together for 26 years. And after our divorce, I really explored my sexuality and now cherish myself and my body and have really gotten in touch with my sexual power. So I love this. I love this too. I mean, it, it took a while to get there, but now there you are anonymous. Yep. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Awesome. And I pictured everything like it was a movie in her red bikini getting shit face drunk and finding some cowboys and then the fist pumping in the air. How do you not picture that in your head? And the condom and the short straw. Right? That is such a One story, condom. man. I, you know what? When we, we inside read out. this, when we first read this, Leah were like, did they share the one condom? <laughs> Just turn it inside out afterwards. Your turn. <laughs> but no. I think we just misread it. Yeah, no, it makes sense now. It was just like we had to rock, paper, scissors. Oh, sucks to be you. Don't get pregnant. <laughs> hey, that wasn't part of the story. <laughs> Moving right along. We have a pretty epic tale here from Kat. I'm going to try not to fuck it up as I read it. It's like a book's worth, but it's so worth it. So Kat, my first time story. Here we go. I decided to share my first dick in pussy story, although I had a healthy dose of other sexual experiences throughout my high school years. I was 19 and had just finished my first year of university. I studied visual arts and was part of a student run club for all the art students in the school. 
There was a guy in the club who was really studying film. Let's call him Dave. (laughs) I love how she writes this. Dave was really tall, had wavy brown hair and wore glasses. Little did I know I'd be squirting all over his glasses in the near future. Okay. You need to fucking write books for a living cat. (laughs) Moving on. I thought he was kind of cute at first and later found myself reeling in by his teasing and our extremely flirtatious interactions. Although we had chemistry, it felt super casual at the same time. We had a messy drunk makeout sesh at the end of the school year dance, which led to him asking me to come hang with him a few days later. Now I knew what that meant. And at the age of 19, I was ready and willing to go all the way with this new friend, potential fuck buddy. I learned the importance of communication later on in life, but for now I'm just, (laughs) but for now I'm just going with the flow, keeping an open mind and decided why not kick off the summer by popping my cherry cola figuratively, of course, because my cherry had already been popped by a fingering many moons ago. (laughs) Oh God, there's so much more. I love this. He lived on the top floor of a shared townhouse, and so we sat on a rooftop for a while and had a couple of drinks. Evening came, and things began to get frisky as we started making out and messily made our way to his bed. So this is where the story takes a turn. I suddenly feel a gush of liquid run out of my pussy. I remember thinking, did I just piss? He soon noticed this too, and to my relief, he seemed to be turned on by it. I had never had this much liquid come out of my pussy at one time, but to my surprise, it happened again. And again, and yes, again, Woo! (laughs) all right. I told him it was my first time and he guided me slowly as I sat on top of him, as I could feel him inside me at the same time, I was thinking, am I peeing? Have I been peeing all over the fucking place? What the hell is going on? I could tell that Dave was trying to discreetly sniff through his nose to sense if I had peed the bed, but there was no color or smell. After reflecting on this, present me knows what was going on. I was squirting. I squirted more than should be humanly possible. I squirted all over the damn bed, all over myself and all over Dave. It was like the Titanic had come back from the depths of the sea only to go down once more from the squirting wrath of my pussy. I was like pup. I was like puppy that peed all over itself when it got too excited. I was a squirt gun, the jumble one, the jumble one that everyone fights over. (laughs) I can't breathe. My special squirting talent only lasted one day as I have not been able to squirt like that since. Did a fairy godmother give me a squirting token that could only be used during my first time? Maybe. It was definitely an experience I will never forget. And I'm sure Dave will never forget. And in case you're wondering, the sex was not the greatest. And Dave and I decided to stay friends a little bit after. Maybe he couldn't swim. <laughs> That's this story incredible. is everything. This story is everything. Yeah. Actually, you know, Kat, you need to write stories for a living because this oh, is amazing. Thousand percent. And she she's also an artist and her art is incredible too. Like she it's painting, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I apologize if I am incorrect, but she's a talented woman, this one. And uh yeah, write more stories for us. Yeah, amazing. Um I love did my fairy godmother give me a squirting token. <laughs> There's so many gems in this story. So many gems. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So many gems. So thank you, Kat. So we're going to move now on to Cosmos. I decided to abstain from sex until I got married, so avoided anything sexual, but did get naked with two guys without having sex. Don't know how I did that. I've also done that. 
quite yeah. remarkable that that yeah. doesn't happen, We've but sometimes it does. Times. Once in a blue moon. Yeah. yeah. I was 24 when I got married and I didn't even know if my ex was a virgin. I never asked him. We met with our families over a weekend and I decided I wanted to marry him. And so four months later, we got married. And the night before my wedding, we had sex in the honeymoon suite. I hated it. It hurt. I don't remember him being rough or gentle. I think I blocked a lot, but I know my orgasm felt great. So that's. Oh, well, that's good. He was doing something right. That's right. I went downstairs to the area where my family and friends were hanging out. And when I walked in, my mom looked at me and said, oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) I couldn't believe she could tell. I asked her how she knew. And she said I had a glow. Really? (laughs) And I was so embarrassed and excited at the same time. And even today, I remember the reaction of my mom as being the best response ever. Wow. Moms just know. I know. I just going to say moms do know. Moms just know you either look super fucking guilty or maybe there is that special penis glow left on your face the next day. (laughs) Penis glow. (laughs) We should bottle that. (laughs) I was just thinking it is definitely a bottle of jizz, you guys. Okay. Oh God. I just want to say, I'm really proud of us for not really going down the rabbit hole with a lot of these, but I mean, we're not finished yet. We do have another submission from another anonymous. We'll call this one anonymous squared. So here goes my first time story. I feel it isn't that interesting, more disappointing, I guess. I was a late bloomer in that department. I think most of my friends had closed the V as we called it. That's incredible. I was 19 years old and at a tree planting camp. Hey, is this your story? No, No, but it's pretty similar. (laughs) There's a lot of similarities here. I was 19 years old and at a tree planting camp for the first time. I met a a guy named Rene from Sherbrooke, Quebec. He was a rookie highballer of camp, which means he planted the most trees. He was really hot, amazing body, rock climber with these piercing eyes. We casually started hanging out at his tent and one night, not sure how we got started to get more comfortable with each other. I kind of made up in my mind that if our relationship went in the direction of having sex, I would just do it more as a a way to get it over with and not make a big deal out of it. And I never told him it was my first time. Jesus Christ, the similarities (laughs) in this story are remarkable. I just went with the flow because I really liked him. It was a big deal for me to allow myself to do it. As a few years back, I had been sexually assaulted by a boyfriend who didn't like to hear the word no. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry to hear that anonymous. So back to Renee. Those are actually her words. I'm not dismissing her here. (laughs) So back to Renee, I remember while being intimate with him thinking, really, this is it. This is what all the fuss is about. I must not be doing something right. Although he seemed to be fully enjoying himself. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) I told him after he was done and she put he in quotation marks. I told him after he was done that it had been my first time. He said he said he was sad that he didn't know and didn't make it special for me. What was he supposed to do? Line the tent with pine cones and ticks? (laughs) And I don't really remember it. If I regretted not telling him first, I think I thought that if I did, he wouldn't want to have sex because of my inexperience or have the label of him just being my first. Or he might have fist pumped as he walked out of there. (laughs) Those are such similar stories. I know. I know. So (laughs) I feel like. Tree planting camp, the place where virgins, <laughs> old <Right>? virgins. <laughs> There's more wood than you think there is, ladies. That's right. <laughs> oh, you know, and what's so amazing is how many of these stories, no matter how old everyone is, they all think they're too old. You know, like I'm too old to still be a virgin. You know, it's so funny how we have these. 
No one said 27 mind. yet. Well, 40 year old virgin, right? Was a movie. And that's what I call myself is the 40 year old virgin who sometimes gets laid, but that's because of all my collectibles I have in the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, one more here from me, Lady of the Night Sky. It was the spring of 1996. I was 15. My friend and I were in Hawaii with her family. Her mom was cool enough to take another kid with her on this vacation. Both Stephanie and I were both, uh, both Stephanie and I were virgins and we were the last virgins in our group of friends. See another theme here. We were determined (laughs) to change that. I think we both felt a lot of pressure because we were still virgins and we were staying in a beach cabin west of Waikiki. It had several cabins in this community-based resort, and it was away from the city, and every night they would host a dinner where you could mingle and drink with the other travelers. One night, Stephanie and I grabbed some beverages and went to the beach. It was just across the street from our resort, and we met up with a group of army cadets that lived on the base in Hawaii. Army cadets and cowboys. That's right. Tree planters. (laughs) They were from Kentucky, Puerto Rico, and various places all over the world. As the night progressed, Stephanie and I ended up taking a walk alone with one of them. Scary, I know. That could have been the end of the story right there. That's right, 15-year-old girls. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a good idea. (laughs) Neither is herpes. (laughs) Um, My guy's name was Rodriguez, and he was from Puerto Rico. Stephanie's guy, we can never remember his name, so let's call him Alejandro. (laughs) I remember stalling, (laughs) but he had no idea that I was a virgin. I didn't want to tell him because I was embarrassed. We started kissing, and when it came down to it, he was having a hard time entering me. I remember him saying, man, you're tight, and I thought that was a bad thing. (laughs) And she says, if I knew what I know now. Yeah, right? (laughs) I think when he realized that it was my first time, uh, then he realized it was my first time. After it was over, he walked me back to meet up with my friend and Alejandro, who was just down the beach. Stephanie also lost her cherry that night, too. He was very polite and insistent that I write to him. Oh, how very chivalrous. Yes. And he wrote his name down, an army base, on a torn tab of my cigarette pack. But the pen died, and it was hard to make out the address, and I never did write to him. I know. Stephanie and I snuck back into the resort, and I remember being giddy and laughing at the fact that we'd both finally lost our virginity and had so much sand in our crevices and underwear. question that I had! (laughs) That we went to the bathroom to clean up. There was a ring of sand around the toilet. Ouch. Mission accomplished. That's all I could think about these girls getting banged on a beach. I was like, oh my fucking ouch. Yeah. That's a pretty good story though. It's a a great story. We've we've got some really good writers for listeners out there that I'm just like picturing all of these. I don't know. We're going to have to film them next. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) All right. And now we're down to our last one. And this is from a listener whose name is CD. In first year university, I met this guy from Metro Vancouver area who had the most beautiful blue eyes I'd ever seen. Oh, fuck. Stay away from those ones, ladies. He approached me one day and I jumped on the opportunity to date him. I had had one long-term boyfriend before him, but he wasn't interested in having sex because he was wanting to wait for marriage or something like that. So I was still a virgin with no real clue on that fateful Christmas day. Oh, I mean, I knew what was supposed to happen, but had no idea how it would go down and when it did. He came over to my parents' house. Holy shit, the stakes are high. He came over to my parents' house for Christmas dinner and we ate, opened gifts and danced around the living room. You know, normal Christmas stuff. Then then he drove me back to his dingy little basement suite he shared with two roommates. 
I can't exactly remember how it happened, but one minute we were making out, the next minute he was in me. And of course, my dormant self took charge. Or my, dormant. Dormant, <laughs> my dominant self took point, um, charge at some point. I thought it was supposed to hurt and I thought I would bleed all over the place, but none of that happened. It was magical and I was hooked. Oh, good for her. Screw waiting for marriage, she said. That's right. My mom picked me up about a half hour after it all went down as I still wasn't allowed to sleep over at my boyfriend's place, even though I was 18. Her plan to keep me from losing my virginity clearly didn't work. I acted like nothing happened and my mom was none the wiser until she found my birth control. But that's a different story. Amazing. Amazing. I wonder if her radar was up, but she just didn't want to get into it. Right. Let me smell your breath. No, mom. I was just smoking pot. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we need to give all of you ladies a massive, massive shout out for, you know, being a part of our very first interactive episode and sharing these really intimate details with us. And it was really fascinating to see like the similarities, the differences. Yes. Pretty fantastic. Yeah, this getting these was such a highlight every single time they came in. Um, Leah and I delighted in them so much. And uh, actually, I, we're really curious for you, the listeners, how did you like hearing these stories? And are you inspired now? Maybe we need to do a part two at some point. So or if, if you have another topic that you want to yeah. do with a listener inspired, you tell us we're all on board for this. Yeah, we love this. And we love sharing your stories, too. This is really great. Awesome. Thank you again. We love you guys so much. Next time on the Radical Sex Witches podcast, we will be getting into some more witchy content with divination tools. As always, I'm little Leah. And I'm Carla. We are the Radical Sex Witches, and we will see you next time. Hello, witchy listener. It's Carla here. If you're feeling disconnected from pleasure and unfulfilled in life, reach out to me and let's connect on a free call. I love helping women like you shift to owning your sexual power, reconnecting to your body, and finding your unique radical sex switch within. Go to CarlaWainwright.com or find my contact info in the show notes. Let's co-create a life for you that is truly turned on.